Men of Five Still Alive Through the Rate Jing Blow. Oh, shit. You hit the button already? We've been wet. Let me stop this right now. Good morning and welcome. Episode 37 of the Deacon and Co. Show, Saturday, April 10th, 2021. Been trying to start recording the episode, but Nay is so excited for this episode that she is bouncing off the wall. And when I tell you guys bouncing off the wall, she's like on Deacon level right now. And it is early. It's before 10 a.m. on the East Coast. And it is early still, you know, for those who don't get up early and who are working all morning like myself, um, it's early for you guys. So uh, welcome, Nay, to the show. As the audience knows, you are the guest for this episode of the Deacon and Co. Show. Welcome back. Another returning happy member to be a guest to this show. Thank you so much. We got a lot to talk about today, guys. We do. And uh, the crazy thing about this is, is I think that this will be the only time that I'm going to mention the word Metallica. In this show, because we're not going to have anything to say today about the Fab Four. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Going on a different topic. <laughs> yes. So, guys, quick sports update for you and uh, going to break down some stuff. First things first is, Anay, we, we had uh, Monday night was, was rough. The number one perfect season Gonzaga Bulldog shit the bed. And I did not get my free t-shirt. I went to sleep, so I didn't make it. Baylor took that game, eighty six seventy. Complete shit show. Uh, beginning well, I of the game. Watch the beginning, so that's why I fell asleep. Yeah, it, I mean Baylor went up big early and just shooting lights out. And you know, congrats to them. I I, I knew they were going to be in the final game. I knew they were going to play Gonzaga. Uh, and the the thing was was that uh, for me, you know, watching Gonzaga and you know every week of. You know, my, one of my go-to stronger bets, um, it, it really hurt. I took the over, uh, and I had Baylor plus the points. And, uh, you know, because I didn't think that Gonzaga was going to be able to pull out the spread. And it just was, uh, you know, good for me in a sense, but sad because I really wanted Gonzaga to actually win this game. Um Crazy thing about this, as I mentioned earlier, this is episode 37 of the Deacon and Co. show. So today crazy thing is probably one of the biggest events and i gotta say that this is in my opinion what it used to be um the second biggest thing besides the super bowl is wrestlemania today neither one of us are wrestling fans but that's okay that's okay because you know we can put on a good show sometimes just pretending we know what the fuck we're talking about (laughs) so That'll get we'll get into that in a little bit, but I just wanted to bring that up. Um, also, uh, last night going on in the sports worlds, we'll start off with the hockey situation because the basketball. I have the breakdown of what's going down. The Battle of New York, the New York Islanders played the New York Rangers. To all my Islander fans out there, you guys played so great last night. Just keep it up for the rest of the season. Rangers crushed you guys 4-1. Total dominance by the Rangers in the first two periods. The Islanders were coming back in the third, coming off hard. Uh, Forechecking and backchecking was superb for the Islanders. Not going to take that away from them. Uh, But when you're giving a stat that a goalie has an X amount of scoring, uh, you know, scoreless streak against a team, which this guy Verlamov did, um, great goalie. Um, But now, what happened? Like, keep telling me all the negative jinx things that'll happen to the Islanders. Maybe the Rangers will make the playoffs. Uh, but for that 4-1 last night, those two will meet again tomorrow night. Uh, fifth matchup of eight. 
again in the Coliseum on Long Island, not in Barclays Center in Brooklyn, which I think is such a better place to watch a game in the Coliseum than Barclays Center because Barclays is terrible. But Penguins did not help us out last night. They beat the Devils 6-4, 4-3 for the Capitals over the Sabres in Buffalo. The Blues won 9-1 versus the Wild. Wow. Yeah, they, they finally, you know, they've been doing their thing. Uh, the over for that game was 5.5. Blues did it on their own. 9-1. to one. Again, I'll repeat that. Wow. Here you go. Two teams I tell you guys to watch out for. One of them just put up 9. Here's the next one. The Vegas Golden Knights 7-4 over the Arizona Coyotes. So That's these teams crazy. do score. Yeah, they do score. They do the right things. Well, very different, different. and that's why I say West Coast hockey. If you're a hockey fan, you definitely got to do it and check out and uh, follow because it's definitely a different game. It really is style of hockey. Yeah, it's very different. There's no dump and chase. It's coast to coast. Carry the puck in. If you get if you get hit, the next guy's right behind you to take it right in the zone. And you see a lot more smoother zone entries and tape to tape passes, like I've mentioned in weeks prior. Um, But crazy, you know. You'll see. You'll enjoy. That's why a lot of West Coast teams win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I mean. It's it's for a reason, you know. They, I mean, especially over the course of the last, you know, uh, x amount of seasons, that you, you know, they have won. They put up Chicago, LA's won a few. Um, St. Louis has won a, uh, a couple years back, but yeah, that's why they win. Um, Avalanche Ducks two nothing for the uh, Avalanche expected top team in the league. Sharks and Kings in the battle of the freeway over there. Five uh, two for the Sharks in the tank. Uh, today we got a bunch of good games going on, along with the Masters. I hope you guys are watching a little bit of golf or getting a chance. And Nay actually really loves golf, and when yeah, I watch golf, drives her up the wall because she thinks I'm high. So it's like, what, what are you why watching golf? But matinees this afternoon, guys, in Dallas. you got the Stars playing the Panthers. Should be a good one. Uh, Flyers are playing the Bruins. Uh, we, we need we need something to happen. They need some, both of them to lose or minimal points for both of them. But uh, Red Wings, 7 a PM start versus the Hurricanes in Carolina. Blue Jackets and the Chicago Blackhawks. Senators and Maple Leafs. Um, not playing each other nine times in the season in the Canadian League. Nay, the Edmonton Oilers swept the uh, um, Ottawa Senators in nine games. And uh, I don't expect the Senators to go into Toronto and uh, beat the other top teams. So Maple Leafs is my lock of the week for that one, giving you guys a little uh, teaser there. Jets are playing in Montreal. Uh, Lightning are playing the Predators at 8. Wild in the Blues again. Oilers in the Flames, speaking of the Oilers. Uh, Kings and the Sharks are doing it again. Postponed tonight is the Bruins and the Capitals and the Canucks and the Flames. We're getting close to playoff season for hockey. Oh, yeah. That's the crazy thing about this is why every game is so important. Like I had mentioned about playing a, a division rival is not just a half a point or one point. It's it's a full meaning of keeping them to a still idle position while you gain ground or gain a lead or continue to do whatever you got to do. In the uh, Rangers case, we decide to play the best teams the best and we sit down to Buffalo and four next week versus Jersey for the Rangers. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're all over the place. We're all over the place. Last night in the hoops world, the Pacers uh, played the Magic in Orlando 111-106 for the Indiana Pacers. In overtime, the Celtics, a high-scoring game here, 145-136 to over the Timberwolves. Knicks, another high-scoring game in overtime, took one. 133-129. 133-129. to 129. Uh, 101-94 to 94 for the Pelicans to, uh, beating the Sixers. And just without Embiid, it's, it's, uh, they're still doing their thing. But I uh, can't wait to see these guys that are injured right now uh, get into uh, back into action. Bulls and the Hawks, Spurs uh, and the Nuggets uh, both ended up uh, 
close games on there as well. 120 to 108 for the Hawks. Last night and every time, and I'm going to call them out every time they do this, I get these emails that tell me that my lock of the week or my lock of the day is going to happen from CBS Sports. I'm going to call them out because they know that they're doing this. Last night I got an email saying that the Bulls were going to be the lock. They're going to continue to stay hot and... They were two and a half point favorites on the road, and Atlanta obviously crushed them 120 to 108. So, never, ever, guys, ever listen to CBS Sports because you will be a loser every time. I did not take that game because I didn't think the Bulls were winning that on the road. I left it alone. Uh, like I said, the Spurs and the Nuggets had a close one, 121 to 119. Bucks lost at home to the Hornets, 127 to 119. Wizards took care of the Warriors in Golden State or Oaktown, 110 to 107. Clippers handled the Rockets 126-109, and uh, postponed was the Raptors and the Cavaliers. So, today, uh, we got some matchups going on. 7.30 start for this one. Raptors and the Cavaliers are going to play tonight, rather than the postponement from last night. Um, 8.30, the Lakers are going on the road, and they're going to play the Nets tonight in New York, and they're going to also play in uh, the Garden on Monday night. Uh, this one's going to be a tough one. Uh, the Lakers are underdogs by 11.5, but it would really show something if they could show find a way to cover the spread or at least be competitive in this game, but I do expect Brooklyn to win. 76ers are playing the Thunder, the Kings are playing the Jazz, the Rockets are playing the Warriors, Wizards are playing the Suns, and to end it off tonight, guys, the Detroit Pistons are traveling to play the Portland Trailblazers. So now I'm going to break down the NBA playoff picture. And I just want to throw something out there that I've been thinking in my mind. And I've heard two people already say this, some type of conspiracy theory. And I really hope it's not. So I'll break down the scenario first. And then you can see why I'm asking you this question to everyone as well. So now what's going on, guys, with the NBA world is that the season's going to end roughly like within a couple of weeks, whatever, there's X amount of games left, right? Playing a 73-game 73, 73 season, I, uh, you know, shortening it up or whatnot. But what they're doing is, is that everybody's going to turn around and the teams that are in uh, 7 through 10 are going to end up in a playout bubble. So not only that is you're not even going to get the rest like the other 1 through 6 seeds are going to get. But 7 will play 8, 9 will play 10. The winner... Of 9 and 10 will play the loser of 7 and 8. And the winner of 7 and 8 will get the playoff spot as the number 7 seed. So this is very this is very good for everybody in a sense. If you're going to get a rest, a week of rest or whatever it is that you need before you're going to make a playoff run. But now the thing is here is that with all the injuries going on, and I know that AD is coming back next week, or he's supposed to... I was talking about the Lakers, just in case no one's following Deacon. I got my West Coast fans and Laker Nation is listening, and they know who I'm talking about when I say AD. But yes, AD is coming back. He's missed uh, 24 games so far. Tonight's going to be 25. I mean, we obviously could see that we need him since we were in first place, and now we're sitting in fifth. Will, if the Lakers turn around and they get him back or whatnot... Now, I just heard Space Jam 2 is done shooting. Is it not a fucking coincidence that LeBron James is out with a high ankle sprain and Space Jam just got done shooting? He had no rest in the offseason to do his movies, to do his commercials. I don't buy that LeBron's hurt now. He might have an I ankle sprain. I never sp- thought that he was hurt. Did you see how he went down? It was fake. Not buying it. I so buying it when I saw it. I am expecting everyone who is hating on the Lakers to be eating... A dick. Sorry, Nay. 
when it comes to the playoff run that we're going to make, and hopefully the Lakers don't have to play in this play on play in, but it might. It doesn't matter. It might benefit them though. It doesn't matter. It, it, you're right. For them, it doesn't matter. The seeding for them might not matter because we might not play the Clippers or whatnot or whoever is going to be our toughest competition, which right now could be the Jazz, Clippers, or the Suns because they're all playing great. Because they're all awesome teams. They're well, right now they're the top three teams. So yeah, and I'm assuming the Nuggets too. You know, they're they're you know the Nuggets. But, but their records with the Lakers, hasn't the Lakers usually have won all those games? Over the years, yes. In Not the, recently? Recently, yes. No, recently, yes, because of, the, because of the Lakers winning and the success that they had before COVID hit last year. Lakers were on pace to break the Showtime Lakers' best record, and you know I'm pretty sure that they did with the shortened season. But the situation with these guys is you cannot compare. Like, tonight's game was on prime time because it's supposed to be a comparison game. It can't. When AD and LeBron are not playing, the Lakers are 11.5-point underdogs. They never would be 11.5-point underdogs. I don't care if that game's on the fucking moon. They're not going to be 11.5-point underdogs. So you can't match up with that. But just a conspiracy theory. I'm not that guy who does that type of thing, guys. But yeah, you, you are. You know, sorry. I do believe that LeBron will come back and the Lakers will be fine or whatnot. So it, it is what it is. But now, as I mentioned, we have WrestleMania 37 coming on tonight. Coming on tonight. And besides the great Tide commercials we're getting, you want to, you want to talk about the Tide commercial? No, you, you tell it best. Three, three classic guys that if you're walking into a bar, you're definitely going to find these guys together. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vanilla Ice, and Ice-T. You're going to find those three guys in a bar anywhere in America, right? Sure. Absolutely not. Sure. So why do a Tide commercial? To make people laugh. And it was funny. If you guys haven't seen it, we're going to get it onto the Deacon and Co. Show Twitter page. It's so funny. Stone Cold and Ice-T are cold calling for Tide, telling people that it's cool to watch their clothes in cold water. And cold water. And then they call up Vanilla Ice and they kind of bitch him out. And then it's a couple times where it's like, well, why? And it's like, well, why? Because Stone Cold said so. Why else wouldn't it be? You know? So giving a little WrestleMania spirit from there, those guys, the commercial is relatively new. Uh, so if you guys get a chance, like I said, you haven't seen it, check it out. 1984, Nay. 1984. Okay? So you turn around and you have now a genius idea that is now labeled WrestleMania. Here we are. 37 years later, ready for another WrestleMania. Seven title matches. This is a two-day event. So, like I said, in my eyes, there are a lot of people who like wrestling out there. And next week, just to give a spoiler, we're having a reunion with Metallicast, and he is a big WrestleMania fan. So, I do promise you that there will be the involvement and the reason why he is coming on, and you guys will love this reason. So I can't, I promise not to say the M word for the rest of the episode, so I can't give it away, but stay tuned next week. Going to love it. So tonight's, uh, situation with, uh, the WrestleMania. WrestleMania event, limited space. And I guess that might be the reason why they're doing a two day event so they can get more people in, you know, to see it more. Maybe the same people are going to go both nights. Magical things happen in Tampa because that's where it's going to be. That's, that's where it's going to be held in Florida. You know, Raymond James Stadium just saw the only time a few months ago, all right, the only time that a team or a city has ever hosted the Super Bowl and had their team play, and not only did they play, but they won. 
So some cool shit's going to happen in the next two nights. I can promise you that. Uh, big matches to watch out for. The Universal Championship is going to be between Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. I, I really I don't know who any of those are. I just know Edge from watching it back in the day. I don't know anybody else too. So I would say that uh, unless it's within the last twenty years of wrestling, like early two thousands, I have no idea who any of the wrestlers yeah. are. I could walk down the street mm. and run into them and be like, Yeah. I have no idea who you are. Going to have a little bit of a recap of WrestleMania next week uh, for when Brandon comes on with us. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to reveal my favorite WrestleMania matches this week. We'll do it next week with him because I'm sure he's got some great ones, too. Uh, WWE Championship is going to be Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. And these, from what I've read, are supposed to be the best two matches of WrestleMania. There's also the Tag Team Champions, Steel Cage Match. Everything's still all the kind- same. Yeah. All 37 the- years later. Yeah, all the cool shit that's going on in the wrestling world, um, you know, for WrestleMania. I know it's going to be a big thing for a lot of people. And if you watch it, I really do hope you guys enjoy it. But I will tell you this. Nay and I will not be watching it. Nope. But I hope for everyone else who does watch it that they really, really do enjoy it. And the next thing that I'm going to say is really crazy. And this is like the big reason why that there is not going to be the Fab Four mentioned in this show. Earl Simmons of Mount Vernon, New York, 1218-1970 to 49-2021. Rest in peace, DMX. DMX, uh, as you pointed out, I mean, everybody knows DMX. And everyone in our generation knows DMX. I don't know everyone. My knows mom knows DMX and will start singing DMX. I mean, maybe because of me, but when the point of where your mother is listening to party up without you, that's, that's a problem. problem. That's a problem. I'll give you a pound for that one. That's a problem. Real problem. So, um, thoughts. Uh, what What is his impact to the rap community, to the music community, the... Huge movie, movie community, the film era of what's going on. I mean, my first DVD that I ever owned was Exit Wounds, the movie with him and Steven Seagal. Anthony Anderson was also in there. Uh, you know, I, for me, I'm upset. Obviously, it's someone I grew up with, and I got a cool story about DMX to share in a few minutes. Uh, true story, of as always. And what are your thoughts about this? I mean, he was on the top of the charts for x amount of years so yeah he made a big impact impact to rap and um different type of artists he changed music up and started a different style yeah you heard a beat or two you know what song you were listening to exactly and the shouting the the quickness of him yeah the barking (laughs) i mean where my dog's at oh so, you know, it just continuing on with the, the situation. The Rough Riders anthem. Yeah, the Rough Riders anthem, all the Rough Riders Rough Riders albums that he produced. There was always Rough Riders Volume 1, Volume 2, um all the albums that he produced or whatnot. Just you could tell the progression of a rapper uh in each of their albums. And, and he was on the Dave Chappelle show too. Yeah, he was definitely on the Dave Chappelle show. Um, uh, you know, re- again, New Yorker. So this is a big thing for a lot of people in New York. And as you pointed out to me, he's uh, his first three albums. It's Dark and Hell is Hot, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, and then there was X. Sold more than any other three yeah, first three crazy. albums by a rapper in history. More than Jay Z. More, more than Tupac, Tupac Biggie, like more than anyone. I brought that other one that they said. 
Uh, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Uh, and you know how everyone uh, loves to hear about gold diggers nowadays. There was none of that shit. And uh, the impact that DMX had on me um, was a different style of rap for me because like I like to listen to old school hip hop gangster rap from the West Coast and DMX was really the first person him and Jay-Z were really the first two that I actually listened to that were on the East Coast and it just his style blew me away and Why you listen to a little bit of Biggie I mean, yeah, Biggie later on, though, because like, when I first started listening to rap, and got to give a quick shout-out here to my boy DJ Sasha. I know how much he loves DMX, so, you know, I hope he's uh, saying a prayer for him somewhere. But uh, when I first started listening to rap, as I said, um, Dr. Dre, Tupac, Eminem. So Eminem being obviously from Detroit, those other two guys are West Coast guys, even though Tupac was here for a brief stint. Um, so the stories that I heard in growing up and learning about like, oh, well, Biggie had Tupac murdered, Tupac had this one murdered. It's all a matter of what went down. And you, the evidence that they have behind the craziness of Suge Knight, who the fuck really knows what any of it happened? And who knows if they're not just kicking it somewhere in the Caribbean and having holograms play at concerts for people and still making the money? I don't know. But <laughs> DMX, one of the top guys in the East Coast, there's only a handful of rappers that you know that I could tolerate and listen to nowadays still. DMX is on one of them. Um, he's on that list. I have every one of his albums. I'm a big fan of his. And uh, for him to turn around and to be in this situation, um, you know, for whatever the drug or situation is, there were people that, from my understanding, that could have helped him and that have tried to help him. And whatever the situation is, um, you know, from that, aspect of it what do you do on that you know when you have somebody that is this talented that you know again when was the last time that dmx produced anything grand champ 2004 i don't know we would have to look because there's some things he may have been ghosted on yeah it could have been but i'm pretty sure that the last studio album that he put out i could be wrong guys don't hold me to that but i'm pretty sure it's grand champ 2004 that would have been his fifth studio album um but nevertheless nevertheless um rest in peace to him um the, the crazy thing about the whole situation is is that we hear so many crazy different things about this and that and that until somebody really releases something and lets everybody else know what's going on everybody can speculate and think whatever they want happened to him correct sure but with that being said i put together a little list for you guys because you know i love my list so i'm gonna give you my top 10 dmx songs um if you haven't listened to dmx uh and you not really a big fan of what you got going on on the radio with the new rap give this a chance to listen to this you might actually really enjoy this and uh let me know what do you think deacon and kosho gmail.com follow us on the majors of social instagram and twitter deacon and kosho number 10 comes off of and you're gonna hear a lot from it's dark and hell is hot because that's dmx's best album look through my eyes see what i see do as i do be what i be walk in my shoes and dirt your feet and you know why i hurt the street number nine party up coming off of and then there was x number eight coming off of It's Dark and Hell is Hot. And there's multiple ones of this is where he plays Damien. The song is called Damien. So he has a little guy telling him a story of everything what to do while he's doing bad things and the devil's looking out for him. And then he's in a dilemma where the devil says, yo, go and kill my friend or his friend. And he's like, but I can't. I can't do that. So now 
the next saga goes on and they'll continue with the story each saga because there's Damien's four. I think I don't think there's a five, but um, seven off of Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, Bring Your Whole Crew. This is a good one because it really can, you could see the style of rap that he chooses to use in this particular song. He then goes on a little faster, and it's really cool because you have to pay attention to what's going on. Uh, six is One More Road to Cross slash, because I knew I had to throw one on there that you might know, because I don't think you know a lot of these songs. This one's off of, and then there was X, One More Road to Cross. It's really a great song. It's about adversity, all this crazy stuff that goes on in their world and whatnot. So now, Slash is going to be off of Jay-Z's album, Hard Knock Life. Money, cash, hoes, money, cash, hoes. That's tied for six, because even though he was not... Uh, that was not one of his songs on his album. Definitely, definitely is one of his top songs for DMX. So if you guys haven't heard that, check that one out too. That's off of Jay-Z's um, album. Five is Blackout. It's a song with all of the locks. Locks is one of my favorite rapper groups of all time. Uh, Sheik Luch, um, <clears throat> Styles P, and Jadakiss. Uh, you guys will love it if you haven't heard those guys. Styles P is one of my favorite rappers. Just... Talk about it if you live it. If you don't, shut the fuck up. Uh, four, where my dog's at. Off of, oh, it's dark and hell is hot. Uh, three, who we be. And this is the only song, I, I like the album, but um, it's just one of those songs where it's just like, Great Depression was the, not really the, so much the downfall of DMX, but it was more along the lines of like his heavier drug days, in my opinion, because you can hear the songs are more to the heart uh two has to be another one off of it's dark and hell is hot stop drop open up shop rough riders anthem number two has to be and number one finally getting down to it again off of it's dark and hell is hot probably the best song on the album either let me fly or give me death let my soul rest or take my breath the words in this song, unreal. If this is hell, call me the devil and give me the key. Can't be worse than the curse that was given to me. Unreal shit in this song. So many analogies, so many quick puns. If you guys haven't heard any of those songs on that list, let me fly. DMX, check it out. Nay, what are some of your songs that you like from DMX? And you can't just say the shit that I used to hear in the radio, in the pop radio, because that shit is not DMX, but it is DMX. It is DMX. It's not what you would hear or what you would consider this, you know. I mean, I didn't make a top five list or a top ten list like you did, so I'm just going to say my favorite song is the Rough Riders Anthem. Sure, yeah, that's a good one. Always a good one on but there. That's the one that's most, like, notoriety. Yeah, definitely one of those situations where, you know, you're turning around and you're, you know, every day is a constant struggle between good and evil. And especially if you're dealing in the world of drugs, then, you know, one day is good, one day is bad. And I think that's what happened to him. Again, I can't say for sure until they verify something. We heard something outrageous before that'll bring us not separate. I mean, when you told me this, the show was already written. But we hear a bunch of weird things about, you know, what that was happening. Always. Always. Nay, going to bring us down into our genius of the week. And this one is funny. Uh, this is a true story. I have a picture of this. And so the other morning I was riding in Brooklyn and there's a big, big, big sign on a bank. And the bank says open 24 hours. So inside of the bank, there is a man sleeping on the floor with a blanket and a pillow 
And he was a genius of the week because this was a prank that someone just picked him up from his bed or got him drunk or whatever the situation was and placed him in there because they knew that that place was open 24 hours. It was the greatest thing. It was about 4.30 in the morning in Brooklyn. Nothing else going. I mean, there's people walking the streets, but just unreal to see something like that. So he's my genius of the week. Good for him for getting fooled like that. Rapids, nay. Here's the funny one here. But before I get into that, should have should have said this first. I'm sorry. You guys also realize that we got the NFL draft coming up in a little bit. It's coming up 429 to 51. So we'll have a draft special for you going on their touchdown report. Uh, Johnson and Johnson. That's why I said it first. Vaccines all over the newspapers in New York. A lot of bad things going on with the Johnson and Johnson. Now, you're wondering here, are we going to call out politics? We're going to do that? No. There's a reasoning behind this. Okay, you ready? You ready? Would you trust a shot is manufactured by the same guy who owns the New York Jets? He didn't manufacture it. He didn't do it personally, but it's his, his fucking company. And look what he's done with the Jets. And now look, he's on the front page again. Conspiracy theory? I think not. I think so. <laughs> I think so. No. No. Yep. yep. What are your thoughts on this? It's a one-time deal. Well, I also, I just think that it's, they put that vaccine out quick. They did. So, yeah. there's obviously going to be issues yeah. that are going to present themselves. And maybe it was a bad batch. I don't really know the logistics or the story behind um, these accusations. So, it's hard to talk about it. But um, everything happens quick. Everything happens quick, just like the Jets hand in their paper to see who well, they're the going Jets to draft. play one game and they already know that their season's over. Yeah, that's tough. That's coming from a Patriots fan who didn't make the playoffs last year. <laughs> she was right there with you, Jet fans. But again, I can't talk shit. I didn't make the playoffs either. But the, you never make the playoffs. I, I, <laughs> playoffs? Playoffs? What is the playoffs? L- let's not let's, talk let's playoffs. Let's talk about choking let's right not before even talk. the playoffs. Choking right before the playoffs. Having one game left and then choking for the playoffs. Yeah. So let's not talk about the playoffs for yeah. football. No, let's not. Not no, yet. Let's not go down that path. I mean, we still have how many months? Uh, we have a few, but we're getting there. Touchdowns are coming. I, I can feel like it. I first, first Super Bowl that... Deacon wasn't depressed the next day. Yeah. He was a little bit, but he I've seen him like full throttle underneath the blanket in fetal position. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life right now. Yeah. And, uh, just working a lot. That's what really gets me through the tough times of missing it. And I think most of it was, all right, Lakers are hot right now. Rangers were okay at that point in time. Still didn't fire Quinn. Yeah. Yep. Well, they're never going to fire Quinn. They, well, they, they need to. They won't. <laughs> This back, this particular vaccine, and from what I'm hearing from uh, all of the sources, CNN and the uh, you know articles and stuff that I read, um, it's a one time deal. Yes, it's a one shot. It's a one shot deal. So how effective do you now? You can well, think about you this. Say that it's eighty five percent effective. Okay, so now you get you get breaking down into but, two separate shots because your body shouldn't handle that much of something at once. It's a virus. Are you fucking stupid. And that's the first. One, but you get one flu not, shot. Not not saying to you. Are you? I'm, I'm not saying, asking you. No, but I'm saying in general. I'm saying in most general. Shots, I'm asking the country. Most vaccines are only one shot. Most vaccines are multiple shots. Exactly. Unless you're a kid and there's certain booster shots that you need. Yeah. For like measles or whatever the case may be. In my opinion, 
and 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 just asking America, like, are you guys fucking stupid? And I'm sorry if I lose a fan or two for asking that question. You want to take something that you're not supposed to take all at one shot. And of course, there's gonna have a, a fucking failure you know, rate. The the problem is, is that you don't know the statistics. Like, do was it because all these people have something in their bodies that have caused that? Like, there's there's got to be a common denominator. It's not at random that this is affecting certain number of people. It's got to be because there's some straight some common of why this is happening to a certain number of people. Yeah, sure. I mean, I just think that if anybody's going to go and take the shot itself, so let's just say hypothetically you took the shot already, you got both doses, you're, you got to take it again in July. It's going to it's gonna end by July from what I'm hearing. And from a lot of... Yeah, I heard that there's a second... Cause well, I, there's another wave of it that doesn't mean... That it's not effective towards that either. Oh, no, I'm not saying I mean, that's not effective. I'm just talking about in general. Like, if you get this thing now, if you get the COVID shot now, no, I hear you have to take it again. No, it's two shots and you're done. The thing is, is that there's supposed to be bigger, stronger strains of the coronavirus. You can still get the coronavirus by being vaccinated. Of course, and the that's thing, everyone's still got to be careful. The thing is, is that if you get vaccinated, your body's already has part of the virus in its system so correct. therefore if you get the virus later on it's not supposed to be fatal correct so now though the question is is this is not a lifetime thing this no this is, will probably be like if you were going to get a flu an shot. annual correct but that's what the so, coronavirus is it's a type of flu exactly so now if you already if now this is the first dosage of these shots that people are getting and doing whatever so now a lot of people including the people on cnn said if anybody was had a COVID shot is going to need another one in July. I don't know that it's necessarily July, but yes, I would believe that you would have to get it like you would get a flu shot. Yeah. So every year or every whatever amount of months it is. But they don't know. I think that's the, the not the problem. I think people should be cautious. And if, if you feel comfortable to take the vaccine and, you, you know, you're you're trying to lower your your probability of getting the the COVID, getting COVID or get coronavirus, I think it's smart, but I also feel like we don't know how often we need to get it because we this hasn't been around long enough to have a, you know, a probable strategy to eliminate or, you know, lower the amount of cases there are. Obviously, by social distancing and keeping away from people who are contagious but that's the same thing with anything it's, I, it's honestly the same thing with common cold exactly flu, whatever and, it is you and, could be a hypochondriac for the rest of your life yeah and and not for nothing i mean if you guys do the right thing and you take care of yourself it sometimes you know you realize that like hey listen it's not enough it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know it's and like shoes. yeah I, I mean i'm i'm fortunate amongst you know people to not have it or not to you know have have dealt with it and it's just one of those situations but stealing a line from you full circle back johnson and johnson vaccine if you guys are going to get to do some research before you do it i'm not gonna take anything that has anything to do with the new york jets 
Moving on. Thank you. Uh, we just wanted to full circle back to football. <sighs> no, um, yes. I wanted to say that yes. you sounded so professional there that you should dump the Deacon and Co show and start your own, uh, podcast, my own podcast about about, about the you know uh, yeah the, the current You're events lucky and whatnot. That I'm a guest star on the show. Yeah, I'm lucky. The audience <laughs> is lucky. Now, rapid number two: WWE hidden treasures. Uh, you got to check your local listings, history or A and E channel. One of those two for your local listings. I. I can't tell you what cable service you have because I have DirecTV and I know what channel it's on on mine. But coolest thing because this particular thing has been what I've had been hearing a lot about what people are doing and now they took it and of course they did it and spun it and did whatever they had to do with it. So what this is is kind of like American Pickers and where they're going to find WWE original memorabilia that has been lost over the years for the superstars that are trying to find things like, for instance, like, oh, I have this or, you know, something like a piece of history or whatever it is. So they have enough people that have enough shit to start a show like this. And this is interesting because a couple of guys, and we'll talk about it more next week, um, started this underground Metallica thing that became bigger and um, one of the other guys had started his own Metallica thing where it's buyers and sellers can, tra- uh, you know, can trade and sell safely that, you know, everything is it's legit. Authentic. Yeah. So that's definitely a cool thing. Um, my it's qu- the same thing for Disney. Yeah. my qu- a whole Disney show that's like that. Oh, that's awesome. So now my question is, now, uh, I was going to ask you something else, but have you seen this show on Disney? Yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, okay. So how many, how many, like, like, is there a lot of people out there that have shit like that? Yeah. For Disney, I can see. Yeah. But I for, don't know. I don't know for show-wise. I have no idea. I mean, wrestling. I'm sure for wrestling, there's the same thing. I'm sure for any franchise that has There's no more strong, than Disney. Well, obviously. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, I, Disney's history... And the level of movies that they've produced and, um, I don't know, they could go on forever because it yep. could just be like a souvenir. You bought the day Disneyland opened, a ticket, that the first ticket. Oh, so, yeah, they see, that's, the, yeah, of course, yeah. Disneyland, Disney movies, yeah. cartoons, uh, yeah, they Dis- go on forever. Disney, whatever they got in France, yeah, I, I, I yeah. get it. There's yeah. so many franchises, I mean, Disney owns everything. There's the so many franchises, see that? Fran- yeah, well, guess what? It could also be ESPN memorabilia because they own them too. <laughs> Yeah, it goes forever. Goes forever. Funny that you brought Disney up because uh, rapid number three, Disney Channel three hundred two, Sirius XM. Now you can hear all your Akuna Matatas in the car, guys. I've already listened to it. Akuna, you're disgusting. <laughs> this is the problem. So give us a little what's going on on this particular. What's going on on the radio with this Disney Plus? What, I mean this the, uh, the, radio? the radio. Yeah, what do you well, hear it's on there? Different from Disney Radio that you listen to on. FM, I think they kind of dissolved that. I'm not sure if that even exists. I don't know. But um, it's all the songs from all the Disney movies, including the Disney television shows, which those are a little, a little weird, a little too much for me. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't grow up with the High School Musical and all those other singing songs. Yeah, yeah. Singing shows. Um, and you're only allowed six skips per hour. <laughs> yes, you're only allowed six skips per hour. And it lets you know that. But um, yeah, I enjoy good. it from time to time. You listen to Metallica, I listen to Disney Radio. I get, we're not allowed to say the M word, so you said it. I don't listen to them. This is this is you a, experience a, them. 
Whatever. Whatever. It's Let's just move on. It's just a, it's part of There's the a lot of every day. A lot yeah. of kuna matadas. <laughs> Last one here, okay? And this this is a big one because I because it could go either way, many different ways on many different situations, okay? Most successful rapper turned into actor because some of the names on this list will really shock a bunch of people and there might be a list of things that don't have a list that's, you know, that of people there that should be on there that are not on there. Well, the one of the king of all time we is all Will know. Smith. No doubt. There is no one like him. Mm-hmm. Acting-wise, one of the acting, best of all time. Amazing. Yeah, West Philadelphia, Rappy. born and raised, remember. Born and raised. Eagle fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course, you had to go back to sports. Uh, He's my number one, but you could, the list could go on forever because there's so many. I mean, most people want that. Yeah. Got, they want to be on all the di- winner award from each of the different platforms. The only thing he doesn't have is theater. Yeah. Uh, and the crazy thing about this was that DMX didn't even make the list. This is why I put that on there because um, he just because he stopped doing his raps, he went into doing movies and he did a lot yeah, of. Yeah, that's where the money yeah, is. Yeah. Darker movies, kung, not kung fu, but he was in uh, like Cradle to the movies. Grave. Yeah, more action, you know, fighting, advent, you know, drug movies, of course. What else would he, you know, why not, you know? So. Yeah, Queen Latifah was on this list. And you also... I'm surprised they didn't put Kanye on this list. I mean, I know that he didn't do acting, but he was on television. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. With the Kardashians, should have helped him out for that list. Um, Another one that didn't make the list, and and this is going to be the big one in my eyes. This is most successful rapper turned actor. Um, Is definitely Will Smith, but if Will Smith wasn't there... Um, I don't think Queen Latifah is a good rapper, so I don't I don't consider her that that's out. I know she's she's an okay actress, real nasty bitch from what I hear from your stories when you met her, but not gonna throw you under the bus. But fuck you, Queen Latifah, and uh, she may be having a bad day when I met her. So I'm I'm just, she's having she a bad know. day every day, you know. Oh, so yeah. sure, I'm sure. Most successful rapper in my eyes that was not on that list, LL Cool J. Yeah, I was surprised on that. I think I he's a great think, actor. To be honest, I didn't even think of him, but everyone loves LL Cool J. And Ice Cube. Ice Cube was even better, or, I mean, to East Coast people, Cool J was better. Me and the West Coast, Cube was definitely better. Um, but I don't know how Jamie Foxx makes this list. I don't see Jamie Foxx as a rapper. I see him as, he's like, an R&B. Singer, yeah, singer, definitely. But not a rapper. Yeah, he wouldn't he make that in my list. Yeah. He's not a rapper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go down singers turn movie stars or actors, then the list is huge. Yeah, then they could just... It we, could, it's just literally everyone. Not to go back to a subject, but that's just kind of like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll let all these guys in, too, and what is it now? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter now. People are sour about but this. I definitely, I think that's... I mean, how could you even compare to Will Smith? You can't. Will can. Will Smith is the best, and uh, one mean, of the, watch his TikToks are hysterical. Yeah, uh, yeah, watch his TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> Deacon, really? Deacon is anti TikTok. I'm anti TikTok, and I think that if we got a TikTok for the Deacon and Co show, that a lot of our fans would be like, uh, "Yeah, this is great. You should have done this a lot sooner." But no, we're not doing it. Maybe, maybe, maybe in the future. It's just I might be able to twist this arm. Th- three this hours a day, this woman spends watching not TikTok. Three hours. Listen, I'm telling day. you the truth. I listen maybe to Metallica. Now you made me say it twice this episode. I listen to Metallica three times day. now. Uh, every album in its entirety, every single day, and she probably listens to at least three hours of TikTok every day. Uh, tonight, it's funny. It, it might be, but they're not going to be showing it tonight on uh, for WrestleMania. So Peacock streaming. I'm gonna find a TikTok for WrestleMania. You watch 
watch out. Uh, Peacock for streaming WrestleMania. Your cable providers should be able to. I don't know if they still do the WWE Network thing where you can watch them for free on there too if you pay the subscription $10 a month, whatever it is. But guys, enjoy WrestleMania. Uh, hopefully the Lakers will pull out a win tonight. Be sure to tune in next week for the reunion with Metallicast. Follow us on the majors of social Instagram and Twitter. Deacon and, and Co. Show. Email us. At Deacon and Co. Show gmail.com. If you hated this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for now, Deacon and Nay are out.